Hello and welcome to Evolving Enterprise. We'll talk to businesses here in the city of Johnstown, Cambria County, Pennsylvania, and surrounding areas. In particular, businesses that have been sustainable over multiple generations in this Rust Belt region by expanding their reach to outside territories, whether it be across neighboring counties, the tri-state area, the nation, or across the world. I'm your host, Russ O'Reilly, reporter for the Tribune Democrat. Now, let me introduce you to our guests today and give you some background for their story. Tony Battaglia's grandfather on his mother's side of the family, Tony Sinceri, started a wholesale produce business, Tony Sinceri Wholesale Food Distributors on Railroad Street in downtown Johnstown, 81 years ago, when mom and pop stores were in every neighborhood. Over time, big chain stores edged out mom and pops, and the Johnstown flood in 1977 destroyed businesses, including many on Railroad Street, where Sinceri's was originally located. A fire just a few years before the flood led to Sinceri's relocation to Oak Street in Hornerstown, anchored by belief in treating customers right. Generation after generation of the Sinceri family adapted to challenges brought over time. Tony's son, Anthony Battaglia, is the third generation of the family to join the business. Tony and Anthony are both guests here today. So tell me about Tony Sinceri. Tony Sinceri was my grandfather. Um, started the business in 1942. <clears throat> um, one man show, one truck. Was working for somebody else and decided he just wanted to go on his own. Start his own business. Um, third generation, my son is fourth generation. Oh, 1942, that's... 81 yeah. years ago. Right, and World War II is happening. Exactly. Guys, so what's his, going on? His two boys were in the war. One was in the Air Force, one was in the Army. And then when they came back from World War II, they went to work with their dad, and the business grew from there. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, did your grandfather, did he not used to do, like he used to pick stuff up, personally. He, like, went, he went for days to pick up, he went to Winchester to pick up apples, he went to Chambersburg to pick up peaches, he went to New York to pick up loads of grapes. And back then the roads weren't that great. I'm, I'm driving some of these roads that he used to drive, think, how did he drive that big, 28, 30-foot truck. Yeah. Didn't need CDL licenses back then. There were them big GMC trucks. And, he, you know, two, three days, he's on the road picking up products. No cell phone. I mean, it's yeah. just crazy to think about, like, you know. One man show, come back, you'd have to sell it right away. Yeah. He'd come back, go to the stores. He'd set their shelves up for him. I mean, he did all that. Wow. Loaded the truck, and then he would go, maybe sleep overnight, home one night, and then go back at another load. That's just how business was back then. Was he a young guy at the time? Well, 1942, he was uh, he was 45 years old. Yeah. He was born in 1896. What did he do before that, before he got He started in the coal mine when he was young. And then he worked for another company that was called Wallings. They were a big produce house in town back in the, back in the 20s and 30s. And he worked there for a while as a salesman. And then, then he broke away and... Did you know him personally at all? My Great. grandfather? Grandfather. Oh, my, yes. Yeah, we were best friends. You know, my buddies would all be out playing. At eight years old, he'd pick me up, take me down to work. Um, that's how, that's when I started. Whether I was cleaning off the spice shelf or, or sweeping, that's all I was to God's truth. I was eight years old, nine years old. And then the lunchtime, he'd take me to Coney out for lunch. <laughs> so so uh, tell me about how the business evolved from that point in 1942 to now? 
how it evolved. Um, Can we just talk a little more how it's how, what he started doing, how it was just produce? It was 100% produce. So back then, it was mostly stores, small mom and papa stores. You didn't have the big Walmarts, you know, giant eagles. They weren't even around then. Yeah, you know, you had glossers. So I, I know, like, I looked at the archives and in the paper in 1942, there was an advertisement for, this was in July 1942, watermelons for, what was it? 12 cents or something like that. 15 cents short. Yeah. Short. But, uh, I mean, then from there, I mean, he just, just kept getting bigger. Like I said, his sons came on board. They were able to go out on the road more and hit more accounts. Uh, going to Somerset County was a big area for us. And uh, just just moved, moved around the area a little bit further. Yeah, was it a wholesale from, from the start? We were wholesale from the start, which means we uh, concentrated on restaurants, schools, nursing homes. Back then it was, when he first started, it was mostly stores. It was mostly mom and papa stores. And then as they grew, they got into the hospitals. Um, Cambria County Home was one of their big accounts back in the day. Um, Clonamal Hospital, Lee Hospital, Somerset Hospital, all the hospitals. Well, that's good. We still have the hospitals around here today as a major anchor of the economy. Are you still, you still ha- have you maintained those? No, since since it's not Clonmel anymore and Lee's no longer around, they they don't purchase much from us anymore. Oh, that's right. It's not Clonmel. It's, it's Duke, Duke Lake Point. They they're, they do not buy much from us now. And also the the population, you know, has has changed a lot since 1942 as far as the number of businesses that a wholesaler can provide to. So can you, can you talk about that? Um, well, that's why we diversify now. No. We're big into prisons. Um, we go to Westmoreland County. We we go to Loretto. We, we're, we're diversifying as we go. Every year we evaluate what we have to do. No. And that's how we've maintained our business and have grown. We've expanded our product offering as well. Like we, we started with just produce, and now we pretty much a broadline distributor. Uh, everything from disposables. We have a freezer now, getting a second one. Um, not just produce, it pretty much... That's usually what, what starts the truck for a customer, but then we're able to add on other items to, to add some value to our delivery. And when did that start? Uh, other than produce? Yeah. I'm going to say back in 1960. Heinz was a big line. The Heinz, was, Heinz was our first. Um, that was our first line other than produce was Heinz. And then Kraft was second. And can, can you talk about the geographic area of how far you, you reach? Sure. We're, we're in four counties now. It's probably a 30 to 40 mile radius. 90% of our customer base is still within probably five miles of our Hornerstown location. Um, but we have, we've been able to venture out a little bit further. Um, we kind of go where the business is. Um, but we, we've, been, we've been able to get some, some customers that you know, in Westmoreland, Indiana, Somerset County, that have been very loyal and, and very good customers as well. Last week I had M subs in here and they, they mentioned you and that's why, oh, I got to get Sincerian yeah. too. Yep. They're, they're, they're a great customer. They're great people. They fit perfectly into the customers that we look for. Someone that's family, someone that's local, um, someone that sees the benefit of buying local. Um, where we really differentiate ourselves is uh, we feel like we provide good products at a good price, but, but the service is what definitely separates us from bigger suppliers, which there are bigger suppliers out there. And I, I know that the, you know, Heath and Bill from M's really appreciate that. And we have a, a really, really solid relationship with them. And, and a lot of people just like them. That's what I think 
buying local, that that's the benefit is you have that service. We we care for our customers. That's just bottom line. You know, we don't only just sell them, but we, we care about how they how they do. Yeah. So. As long as our, if our customers do well, we do well. I mean, it's it's kind of a joint effort. So yeah. So we have to treat them right. Talk a little bit more about that. What motivates you? Why is your uh, philosophy of your your business shaped that way? Yes, sir. My grandfather was our family. I mean, that's that's all we did all our life. This is pretty much all all I know to treat a customer right, and that's just how it is. I think it's kind of ingrained in, ingrained in the uh, Italian heritage, though. Too, family is very important, and I think that <laughs> we kind of got it honestly. I guess. So, how old are you now, Tony? And do you have plans to retire? Don't know when. I enjoy doing what I'm doing. Uh, You've been doing it. He's been doing his whole life. Been doing all my life. I just don't have a lot of hobbies other than than work. What's most rewarding about it for you? That my son came back. That's big reward for me. Uh, Same answer. Same answer. I mean, I I actually went away after college to Pittsburgh for four four and a half years, uh, an opportunity to come back to town, which not a lot of people have that opportunity. Um, It was kind of cool, and I I jumped at it, and it's been awesome <laughs> have not looked back at all so i've been very lucky yeah it's uh it's interesting the n- number of people i've had in here who younger people who said they've moved on to pittsburgh wanted to see what's out there or philadelphia or someplace like that and then have made their way back to johnstown to take care of the family business so you're the fourth generation and you would be the the one in line to succeed your father when he retires. Then. Yep, I have two sisters. Uh, they're both in the healthcare field. Um, they're both doing very well. So mm-hmm. they, that's their calling for sure. And they do they do a good job at it. Jumping back a little bit, whenever you were in Pittsburgh, how long were you there, and what did you do there? Uh, I after, I actually went to my dad and I both went to UPJ for college. Um, I got an accounting degree and got uh, well first worked for Mellon Bank and then actually worked for Ernst and Young accounting firm. Um, so I was just an accountant um, from 07 to December of 2010 is when I moved back. Loved it. Learned a lot. Um, when I worked for Ernst Young, I was an auditor where I would go into other companies and kind of learn what they did. And I kind of, that was very valuable, just learning how businesses work. Um, kind of gave me some different ideas, different perspectives. And then coming back, it was learning a new business. I mean, I knew a little bit about, but um, being able to learn what I learned and kind of apply it to try to move us forward into technology and, and different things to to try to help us grow. So what what have been some of the biggest challenges for the business over the years? COVID. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Although it was an opportunity though too. I mean different things that when you're a small business, cash flow is always tough. Yeah. You know, therefore while cash flow was tough. You know, you have to you have to make sure you sell, but you have to also make sure you collect your money. So that's that's tough. Um like you said, COVID was was tough for yeah, we don't know if we're going to stay open. You know, we had no idea what the future held. No. And uh, it was scary. A lot of sleepless nights. Yeah. Essentially, in that Friday the 13th, when Governor Wolf shut the state down, 90% of our customers were out of business just like that. I mean, all the schools were done. I mean, it was, that was a scary, uh, that was a scary couple of weeks for sure. But at the same time, then, I mean, just people did a lot of takeout. I mean, we, we had people calling us that couldn't get stuff from their normal suppliers. So we had new relationships that were started because of it. It was, it was an interesting time. It was a, it was a stressful time, but it was, uh, 
we made it through. And I feel like we helped people get through too. Because I know a lot of our customers were just as scared. I mean, it's it was scary. It was a scary time as a business. And people helped us because sure. of the relationships we built over the years. They really helped us. And we don't forget them. Our produce companies mm-hmm. getting product. You know, some of the big guys don't get the product that we could get because of the relationship we built over the years. You know, we were loyal to them and, and they knew that. What are some examples of the, where you get your product? Uh, well, we get out of the Allentown market two days a week and out of the Pittsburgh market three days a week. That's our produce. Um, other products we get all over. From yeah. all over. We get some local stuff too. Um, at times we've gotten cabbage locally, potatoes locally. We have a local egg farmer. Um, Box, pizza boxes. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, we, we eat as much local as we can. But uh, yeah, we mostly Pittsburgh and Allentown, Philadelphia areas where it mostly comes from. A lot, like, a lot of product in the U.S. comes out of the Salinas, California area, um, especially green, like lettuce stuff, broth, uh, green vegetables. Uh, that that's really big. Then down into Yuma, Arizona is another big growing, depending on the time of the year. So that stuff is constantly getting shipped west coast to east coast to different produce markets. Essentially, is what they are. And uh, Pitt- so yours would be in Pittsburgh. Okay, Pittsburgh's a big one, closest one. Um, there's a Cleveland market, Baltimore market, Philadelphia market, um, but the ones that have, I mean, Pittsburgh was the first, I'm assuming, right? We've built with Pittsburgh since the 40s. My grandfather started with Pittsburgh. And that's down in the strip district of Pittsburgh. Um, that's more of a, you know, like a hotel, uh, you know, condo place now, but historically that, that was a legitimately a, a market, like a food market. And you have how many locations? Just one. Just one. On Oak Street. Oak Street in Hornerstown. Hornerstown, correct. And for how long have you been We've looking? We've been there since 1972 at that location. It was the old Sears Roebuck Warehouse. Appliance Warehouse. And then our building was on Railroad Street. There was a fire next to us, and the building next to us collapsed on us and pretty much put us out of business for a couple of months. And then we relocated out to, out to Hornerstown. Where, our first, where we were on Railroad Street, was a strip district back in back in the forties, fifties, and sixties. Everybody had a, a business down there that was in the food service business, whether it was just Puma bananas or you know their Superior Cells is still there. He's still one of the last ones left there. And the Carpenter's Grocery Store is, is still there. She's still mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, that whole strip was all businesses. And when did that decline? Was that with the decline of the steel mills? Uh, yeah, probably in the after the seven seven flood. To the flood, dissipated. It all went away. Were you affected by that at all? That's a we good were, story, actually. We were the, believe it or not, we were the only block in Horstown that not did not get flooded. God was watching. And, and we were right by the river. We're right along the, the river, and we well we have was a little bit in our garage. That was it. You couldn't get to your building, no. right? I mean, it was every. Yeah. I mean, uh, we talked about this the other day. With us, you know, again, a true godsend of being still around. I mean, just talk, you know, tell them a little bit about, I know the Red Cross was. Yeah, Red Cross, we worked with the Red Cross a lot. They helped a lot of people. American Red Cross and uh, Salvation Army. And thank God we were able to supply them. We would we'd put 20-hour days in during that flood. It was tough. It was tough times. People were in trouble. And uh, we, we made it through. Not everybody was allowed to drive in town at that time. But then uh, I think Herb Fuel was the mayor at that time. And boy, he, we had something on all our trucks. The police never bothered us. 
we would get to deliver to the nursing homes and, and the county home and the hospitals and everybody that needed help back then. So the roads were accessible. You could drive places. Some of them were, yeah. yes, yes. But you had to have a, you had to have a, more a permit to be able to travel around town for a while. So you were, were you running a business at the time or were you, were you no, under your just, I was, I was in, uh, I was in college. I was a freshman in college when the, in 77. So I was, I was, I was driving truck more or less. I just remember how Lee Hospital was just, their basement was just full of mud and we'd have to, couldn't even take the elevators because the elevators weren't working. Just walking up the steps to where they wanted the fruit and the vegetables and that was the one memory I really remember with Dalley Hospital. You think that was scarier than COVID, or was from a business standpoint? I think it was. I think so. I think it was, yeah, because it was, it was Johnstown was. Yeah. We were all in trouble. What does a day look like for you guys? Well, this morning I started. I was there at two o'clock, and Brody's uh, truck came at quarter till three. Anthony comes in at four, and then we load the trucks and uh, yeah. unload trucks, work orders, take care of customers, talk on the phone. It's a full day. Yeah. And just back to the service thing, we have a lot of customers that will leave their orders on our answering machine overnight. So we have a, a bar or a restaurant, for example, that'll you know work their full night, put their order in with us 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. They will have that order delivered to them that next day. I mean that's the the what difference you know it definitely differentiates us from other 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 suppliers that, that they don't have that flexibility. Um, we work our butts off to, to be able to do it for them, but it, it's definitely I think they really appreciate that. And a lot of our customers, I mean, we've had them again. We work because they do well, and we've had a lot of customers for 30, 40, 80, you know, 80, 50, 60 years. I mean, Collins, but how many hours? I mean, yeah. The Bond Association's probably, what, 60 years or 50? I mean, it, a lot of our customers have been very loyal to us, and I think that speaks to, hopefully, that we treat them well. And it's pro that probably goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, your geographic. You, you said four counties, right? Mm -hmm. So just enough for, like, a truck drive. Mm -hmm. Not too long, not too... Yeah, long, this is probably an hour. Um, probably an hour drive, and um, we have certain... The, the, when they go further, we have certain days of the week that we go to those locations, but... We mostly just, we, we try to service Johnstown and as best we can. What are the other three counties? Uh, Indiana, uh, Westmoreland, and Somerset. And did you grow into all those markets at the same time? or did it kind of happen Som Somerset was my grandfather built that area. That was a real big mom and papa store area back in the day. Jennerstown, uh, Boswell, um, Hoover'sville. I mean, he had all those mom and papa stores. That was his bread and butter back in the day. Yeah, and Westmoreland's been more probably within the last Recently, five, yeah. seven years yeah. uh, into Blairsville, and we we really have a, it was a good customer out there that like it was a nice pickup for us. Yeah, they've been a, a bigger population center out there, don't they? They do. Yeah, they actually have a, a state facility um, that, that we service there, and we have a couple state facilities that are in this area um, that we've had pretty good success with. Yeah, can you talk about that sh transition from serving mom and pops in Somerset to uh, growing your customer, like the types of different customers that you have? After the mom and pops closed one by one, we had to figure what we we're going to do, so why not start with Somerset Hospital? So we started with Somerset Hospital, and then we started with some restaurants out there. I mean, as recently now, M's has a sub shop in Somerset, and 
we su- try to supply all the M stores, and his farthest one is in Somerset. And then uh, we've just grown word mouth. Yeah. We do the schools. I mean, the schools are done. That's a big part of our business when schools are in session. We have about, we have about 30 schools. So that, that's that's a big part of our business. And churches, too. Yes. We do a lot of churches. There are festivals, and and it's pretty much a little something for everybody, it seems like. How has it been the technological side of things? We're still old school in a lot of ways. I mean, we still do paper invoicing, which is very old school. But again, back to the service thing, a lot of our customers, I think, appreciate that because we're able to add on to their orders very easily, uh, able to maneuver orders. And I think that it just helps. The way that we do business, it, it works best for us. I mean, we use technology for all ordering from suppliers to emailing orders to you know making purchasing and stuff like that. But a lot of our stuff that we still do is still, we still manually pick orders where we're literally not listening to a computer, but using our hands to fulfill orders. Um, and again, I think that's just another part of, like, another value that, that I think that separates us. Yeah. Well, so what does it mean to, you say pick an order? So like, just like again, what we, if someone puts in a produce order um, and they don't need full cases of items, we break cases, which is a big deal, especially to restaurants that they don't have cooler space they you know don't need full cases of lettuce because i mean produce is time you pick it off the vine it, it's it's dying so you're trying to use it as quickly as possible so some places that maybe don't go through a case of lettuce in a couple of days they we break those cases for them so you know we will pick the orders where we're literally breaking the cases examining the product giving them the best possible possible product and I think that they really appreciate that. They know they're getting stuff that came in daily, stuff that we inspect for quality, and and stuff that they hopefully can use. It's amazing how much the one thing I didn't know until I started working here was how much the weather affects, especially produce. I mean, we got a lot of stuff from California, so if there's too much sun, that's a problem. Too much rain, that's a problem. Too, if it gets too cold, that's a problem. And it always, I mean, it in, in a day, in a day, anything can change, and you know, it's just. It's interesting. It's like you're, I never thought I'd be checking, you know, northern to mid California weather, but it, it it affects stuff. I mean, it truly does. So, what advice do you have for people who may want to open and sustain a business in Johnstown? They better be willing to work hard, and then just to treat people right, and then uh, make sure you have good help. Or we're very fortunate. Yeah, we have good good workers. We have good dependable people working for us. That means a lot. You're only as good as your help sometimes, you know? So, uh, How many employees do you have? There's nine of us total. And uh, is that the most employees you ever had? or We've had more than that. Um, it's difficult not to find workers right now. We'd like to buy another truck. We'd like to hire a couple more workers, but it's just difficult. I mean, he alluded to it, but I think being present and being there is a big thing. You know, like... It, it's nice to to run a business and to own a business, but I think you need to be there. You know, you need to. People need to see you there. I think is what I've learned. You know, I, in in my life of business, I the ones that seem to do very well are the ones you could, the the manager or the owner is, is there with them, not like ruling on high. Correct, correct. They're, yeah, they're 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 definitely part of the action. Like my as my dad alluded, he's the first one there in the morning. I mean. How many owners are, you know, getting up at one o'clock in the morning and, you know, lifting 50 pound bags of onions and tossing them around? Like, I, I, that means something. Our employees see that. And I think they, 
they, you know, I don't know if it inspires them, but they, you know, they're like, well, if the owner's doing this, I mean, I should probably do this too. So, I mean, it, I think it's, I think that that's part of it is that they need to see that, that you're vested. And that comes back to what inspires you to get up at those early hours of the morning to do all that. It's not easy. Believe me, it's not easy, but that's, that's just what it has to be done. My wife not thrilled with it. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> but, and what's your wife's name? My wife's name is Carol. My that- wife's a retired Special needs teacher, 37 years. Mm-hmm. She just retired, yes. And how many children do you have? So, Anthony, you're here, and your sisters, are they local too? My, I'm the oldest. The, the middle sister, Allison, is a physical therapist in Latrobe, and my younger sister, Angela, is a nurse in Erie. And what's the legacy that you want to leave behind when the day comes that you do retire? Well, I just hope that I'd like hopefully get my son someone to help him. That's, that's my main worry, somebody you can trust to work with him and uh, that he can maintain it and, and uh, keep a good relationship because I, I'm i on my way out. I made my friends, my, my buddies are retiring in the restaurant business and the nursing home business. Now it's his turn to make new friends and make new relationships. And I just hope everything works out well, like it did for me. And what's the legacy that you see yourself picking up and carrying into the future? Well, it's kind of interesting. It's like... You know, again, it, well, I don't know. <laughs> that, 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 that's a good question. It's It's been really cool to work with my dad. I mean, that, that's really, really cool. I mean, I was actually just got together with my buddies this weekend, and, you know, a lot of them don't get to see their parents as much as I do. I mean, I spend 50 to 60 hours a week with my dad that I know my friends would love that. And it is. It's cool. I mean, it, it, it's tough at times. You know, it, it's it's hard when you're working hard. It's you know, yeah. yeah, we have disagreements. Sure. No but, sure. but it stops there. We go and it's all over. So. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to carry on what they built, I mean, that, that that's, it, it, there's a little bit of pressure to it for sure. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for a man that I never did meet. I mean, Tony Sinceri, I, you know, he, he passed before I was born, but I mean, I know a lot about him. You know, I, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm working to make him proud, even though, you know, he's not here anymore. And, you know, I'm, a lot of my family has worked there. They've they've built something pretty cool in a town that it's not easy to do. You know, that's had a lot of hardships and and we've fought hard and we're still here. The one thing I, he knows, and I've told him this, is there's no pressure. If someday he feels I've had enough, hey, that's it. There's no pressure. And we've 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 gone, we've made a nice run here. Eighty one years, that's that's pretty good, you know? Yeah, and we enjoy it too. We've made a it, it, we always joked, my sisters and I growing up, anytime we'd ever go on vacation, we'd always run into somebody that my dad knew. You know, it's just you, just being in business in a town like this, like you just meet so many people. And it's pretty cool. I mean, anytime you need something, I mean, anytime we're having a party, it's it's very easy to find a, a customer of ours that's very happy to, you know, to get us food. You know, it's everyone likes to eat, so it's, it's pretty neat. So do you have ideas as far as, far as where... You would like to expand that that uh, foundation of relationships with people. You know, it, it's interesting. It's like when I first started you, you, as a young kid, you just think you want to get bigger. You know, you want to get bigger. You want to grow. You want to do this one. And, and that's not necessarily it. You just want to treat people really well. And, you know, and you don't necessarily, you have to grow, but you don't have to get into this enormous business that, you know, that loses touch of, of how you got there. I mean, you just need to, do really well for the people that you have 
and other people will come. We, we've, we've seen that. Do you have anything else that you want to, any topic you want to touch on, anything else you want to talk about? We appreciate you and having us. That was cool. That's, that's really nice of you. We yeah. appreciate that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And we like to tell our story. I mean, we're, we're on social media a little bit, but, I mean, I, I do it, and it's, I don't know, it, it's something I'm always very careful with. You know, I, you want to be out there and want people to know about you, but it, it's a wholesale business on social media. It, it just doesn't really, it's not a perfect fit. You know, um, we had our 75th anniversary and we had, we had a party for it. And our, I'm going to say 90% of our customers were there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was just fantastic. We told the history of our company, which a lot of our customers did. Mm-hmm. And my, our family was there. Our customers were there. It was just unbelievable. We'd like to do that again for a hundred years. But <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Until next time, check out other Tribune Democrat podcasts at tribdem.com or platforms including Spotify.